Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Jeremy Scott Fitness Podcast Radio Show. Coming to you on this Wednesday, August the 3rd, 2022. Hopefully it finds you staying safe and staying sweaty all at the same time. On today's episode, just a quick chat about what I would never trade my money for. Uh, I'm going to mash up a handful of things here just because I thought it was important. It's on top of my head. And I want to get you guys something out here this week as I'll be traveling here over the weekend. And the next couple of weeks are uh, erratic for me. But I got a gem of a podcast that I will give you guys later next week towards the 12th, 13th-ish. But I'll get to that when we get to it. So a couple housekeeping things before we kick off. One, reminder, Jeremy Scott Fitness app is live. We are about almost uh, 80 days in here, give or take. Uh, it's been great. You guys have been awesome inside. A couple updates. One, the link's in the uh, show notes here. It's in my Instagram bio. It's in my email. It's on, uh, obviously, all the stuff that we've been putting out lately. You can do the first month for a dollar. Again, I don't know how long we're going to keep that. That is going away here sooner than later. So if you're somebody who wanted to check it out for just a buck, this is your chance. JeremyScottFitness.app is obviously the site. August 15th, we are dropping our Cut and Jack 2.0 program. This is an advanced program. Uh, it's very lifting focused. It's strength focused. There's a hypertrophy element, so it's not just getting stronger, uh, but also building muscle. We're sprinkling in some of the old school, cool, the old school, old school conditioning, and uh, some of the metabolic stuff as well. Obviously, we intermix all the mobility stuff. You guys should be doing mobility every single day anyway. Uh, but we'll spoon feed you some stuff inside of there. But this is a, uh, not a challenge. This is a legit program that will live always inside of the app. It's a progressive overload style program. So meaning the loading stuff is what you're going to repeat for all five weeks of the program to see how much stronger you get, whether that's you know time, sets, reps, uh, overall volume. We'll kind of break it down inside of there. But uh, it's a program that I personally do once per year. We revamped it. We just sexed it up a little bit here uh, for the app. So that's the Cut and Jack program, August 15th. That'll be inside there if you guys want to check it out. And the next challenge we're going to run is the 34-day core and abs challenge, September the 12th. That is in there as well. And for that one, we're doing another trip. Fly you guys to Scottsdale, a uh, little mini stay uh, at the Savannah Resort and Spa here, which would be super cool. But that's what we got in the app right now. And then obviously all my weekly workouts are in there. Over 1,100 workouts total, plus full programs, 30-day at-home programs, dumbbell-only programs, hybrid programs, Metcon programs, you name it. Um, if you guys obviously pick it up, you'll be impressed. I, I promise you that. I, I don't say that about many things, but I put a lot of time into it, and I continue to do so, and I think it is the best solution to get people healthy and fit with a coach at a price point that everybody in the entire world can afford. So Jeremy's got finished that app. If you want to pick it up for just a buck, boom, get it next on the list. I'm not going to go over all the, uh, the podcast sponsors here today. Cause I'm short on time and I'm tired and I got a bunch of other shit to do. But uh, again, shout out to our friends at kettle and fire bone broth. If you guys want to check it out, it's in the show notes. We give a discount on that. My friends at J lab pro, jeremyscottfitness.jlabpro.com. It's where I get my protein, turmeric, collagen, and krill oils. We have a discount for almost everything on the site. If you guys want to look in the show notes or check it out, uh, I love what they're doing there. I love Jay and the stuff they put together. So if you have questions, obviously hit me up. 
Also, shout out to my friends at Sleeves Sold Separately, sleevesoldseparately.com. If you guys go and put in the code JSCOTT15, that's where I get all my joggers, hoodies, uh, and my fitness t-shirts. The things last forever. I beat the hell out of those clothes, and they still look the same. They feel the same. They don't smell, which is awesome too. So check it out. Links in the show notes. And then our friends at Beam CBD. You guys know this is the CBD product I take to go to sleep almost every single night. Uh, the Dream product specifically, the site is beamtlc.com. You can put in the code Jeremy Scott to get 20% off all products, 35% off all subscriptions. There's no THC in it. You won't get high, but it will help you get to sleep and stay asleep. If you're somebody who wants to use the oils and the salves for anxiety and things like that, feel free to check it out. If you want a free sample of the Dream product that I take to go to sleep, just shoot me a message and we will send you one. Don't feel weird about it. Don't be like, well, I've been thinking about it, but I don't want to ask. Dude, this is what we do. Like, I'm literally making a note right now uh, to get more samples so we can send them to you guys. This week alone, we probably sent out a couple hundred samples uh, across the world. I'm happy to do it. So don't feel like it's weird. I'm not saying it just as lip service. We'll actually from, well, not my desk, but from the desk right next to me, Monica will box it up and shoot you the samples. You can try them. If it helps you sleep, Awesome. Order some, get the discounts, everybody wins. So hit me up, otherwise beamtlc.com, put in the code Jeremy Scott and you get the discounts today. Also our friends at Dry Farm Wines, Heather loves the wine there. It's dryfarmwines.com slash Jeremy Scott Fitness, links in the show notes. You can order a bottle, get another bottle for a penny, help your friends get drunk in an organic way. Maybe that's the first time I've ever said that, but here you go. And last but not least, you guys already know, our friends at Athletic Greens, the one thing I take every single day, I'll be getting an airplane tomorrow. And I will be having Athletic Greens with me. I take at least all the packs I need for the day, plus what Heather would need for all the days we're gone, and usually a couple extras um, kind of stashed away. Uh, I just know it's tough when you're on the road, hotel, airports, trying to get enough fruits and vegetables, vegetables probably specifically, or anything that's fermented. Uh, it's just it's really tough to do for gut health and probiotics. So I take the Athletic Greens with me. One pack, rip it open, throw it in water. I bring the shaker bottle they actually send you, and I slam it. So there's probiotics in there, digestive enzymes in there. I got my micronutrients covered. The antioxidant equivalent to 10 to 12 servings of fruits and veggies, and I'm good for the day. If you want to check it out, right now, athleticgreens.com slash Jeremy Scott gets you a year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with order one. Athleticgreens.com slash Jeremy Scott gets you all that free stuff. If you want a free sample pack... Again, don't be nervous. Don't be a weirdo. Just reach out and ask. That's what we're offering it for. We're happy to send them to you guys. Uh, I don't know of anybody else who's doing this, and there's other people we know who work with Athletic Greens. We are the only people I know that literally will send them right to your front door so you can try them. So message me. I'll let you try the packs. If you like it, then order some. Get all the free stuff from us, and everybody wins. Uh, honestly, it's the best tasting greens on the planet. I know people think I just say that, but I want you to try it for yourself. That's why we're sending out the free packets. So I'm putting my money where my mouth is, I guess. So hit us up, get the free packs. Otherwise, athleticgreens.com slash Jeremy Scott to get all of your stuff today. So now on to the show, everybody. Uh, we're talking about what I would not trade my money for. I would trade my money for better health. I would never trade my health for money. I'm going to say that again here. 
I would never trade my health for money, but I would trade my money for better health. Everybody knows that. And you can flip that around and say it a million ways. You know, obviously, you know, I'll talk about, you know, investing here in a second once you choose to put your money into and things that I do spend my money on and things that I won't spend my money on, things that I'll go cheap on, things that I, I really don't negotiate on. I'm not telling you what to do. I'm not telling you to how to spend your money or how to spend your time. But if you want to know what people value, that's really what you got to look at. So I'll say that phrase one more time and we'll kick off here. I personally will trade my money for better health. I do it every single day. I've done it for many years. Almost instantly when I started doing that, the quality of my life changed. You don't have to make millions of dollars to do this. You really don't. You might have to live cheaper in some areas, but that's a trade-off. Like everything in life, there's a trade-off. Everything has a cost. You pay the price for everything, and it doesn't always have to be monetary. But for the sake of this, that's the example we're giving. I would trade my money for better health, meaning me personally, I will make less money at my business to be healthier. I will either do less things, I will take on less stress, and I won't put up with a certain amount of bullshit if it's going to make me unhealthier. There's a certain amount I'm willing to take, and I can't draw that line for you, but there's certain stress I'm not willing to take on. If I was doing something, you know, for money. We all have to. It's an economical world. I get it. Money makes the world go round. It really does. You need it to feel safe and to secure and to buy stuff and to do cool shit. That's what obviously money's for. However, if my pursuit of making money was causing me so much anxiety and so much stress and causing me to wake up at two o'clock in the morning and causing me to take drugs or to drink and to not even be present in my own life, at that point, the money is costing me my health and my happiness. And for me personally, that's not worth it. I, however, will never trade my health for money. I'm a fitness person. I'm a health person. That's me. And I think if you really look at your life, and a lot of people aren't doing this, even though they know probably in their heart of hearts, this is the fundamental truth that they shouldn't be making certain decisions and they shouldn't be buying certain things and they shouldn't be living in certain places because it is making them drastically unhealthier, which in turn is probably making them drastically unhappier. And if you're not happy and you're not healthy in your day-to-day life, what the fuck are we doing here? You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not judging. And you've heard people say this before. Like, there's people who would rather, you know, cry in their Ferrari, you know, than be happy in their Honda. And it's hard for people to grasp that who have maybe never seen either side of it. But I lived it and I've seen it here. Personally, if you're listening, you're like, well, you and Jeremy, I'd be cool with crying in my, you know, Ferrari. You wouldn't, though, because you'd have all the stuff and you'd be super sad and you'd be super depressed and you'd be super unhealthy. And so the things don't matter then. You're, You're still thinking of it in terms of how you are today. You have to think of it in terms of if your stress level and anxiety level is through the roof. So imagine a time in your life where you've been super stressed, had a ton of anxiety of, you know, whether it's school or kids or family or the pandemic or your job or whatever the fuck it is for you. Imagine living in that consistently, like in perpetuity for material things. 
you wouldn't care about the stuff because you're not happy even when you have it. That's the worst kind of sadness in my opinion. However, I would rather be happy in a Honda than crying in a Lamborghini. And I think everybody, when you look at your life, you'd be the same. And I think if you really start to think about all the times if you've been sick or hurt or injured, if you've had your health, you know, stripped away at any point in your life, you just wish you could feel normal. You know, like when you're sick, and you know, we always say like, well, you know, it'd be nice to like, you know, lay in bed and watch movies and kind of hang out for a little bit. Yeah, but not when you're sick as shit. That's fun, like when you worked out super hard and you come home and you want to relax and you feel good, like then you can veg out and you want to watch TV or a movie or something like that's fun. But being like sick, having a medical condition, being so big, you're out of breath, walking to the bathroom, that's not fun. Because without our health, what do we truly have? If you don't like the way you look, if you don't like the way you move, if you don't like the way you feel, the quality of your life suffers in everything, in every sense of the world. And there is no amount of money or achievements or job title or prestige or fame that is worth sacrificing your personal health for. There just isn't. Because without that, everything else crumbles. Yet millions of people do this every single day. They're sacrificing health. They're sacrificing happiness. They are like literally giving away their mind and their body for things that in the big picture really pale in comparison. I'm not trying to preach to you guys, but my advice is don't be one of those people. Take a second, step back from your life and audit how you're spending your time. Audit how you're spending your efforts and your energy so you can make your personal health the number one priority in your life. It's not selfish, it's very selfless. If you're not healthy and you're not happy, your husband or wife suffers, your kids suffer, your coworkers suffer, the people who work for you, the people you work with, everybody suffers because of it. The crazy thing is once you actually take control of your flesh and your habits, which I'll touch on at the end of this, and really become healthy, all the other areas of your life that you were worried about or spending all your time on, they tend to kind of fade away because they simply no longer matter or they no longer matter as much because you start to understand the levels of importance. It's like big rocks, little rocks, right? Like there's certain things you have to do at your job. There's certain things you have to do every single day. Those are big rocks. And then there's the little rocks. And it's the little rocks sometimes that we get bogged down with that eat up all our time so we can't focus on the big rocks. Well, we do this in life because we've been sold an idea that we have to do something or we should be doing something or we should own this or we should live there or we should have that. And we're paying the price with our mental and, and physical health. And I don't think it's smart to do. And when you really start to take control of your eating habits, your drinking habits, your sleeping habits, and how you train, most people end up with way more energy, way more happiness, they're way more inspired, and they end up achieving even more success due to feeling like a badass damn near 24-7, 365. That's just been my experience, and that's what I've seen here for a lot of people who really have flipped the switch. You might have to take one step backwards to take 10 steps forward, but you're healthy until you die because you've owned the skill now and you have these habits to take you through life in 
And I always talk about value, right? Like, do you want to know what people value? Look at how they spend their time and look at how they spend their money. It's not complex. And I know it sounds like it's super basic, but look at how people spend their time and how they spend their money because those are the things that they value the most. For me personally, it's what you spend your time doing. That's what you're valuing the most because your time is running out. You can make more money. You cannot make more time. So if you spend 10 hours a week scrolling on social media and one hour a week exercising, you value social media, scrolling on YouTube or Instagram or watching TV, whatever it is, 10x of what you value moving your physical body. No judgment here. I'm just letting you know. It's like at your job, right? You wouldn't, depending on what your task is, you wouldn't spend 10 hours a week on a low return task at your job and one hour a week on a high return task at your job. If you did, they'd probably fire your ass. And if you ran a business, you won't run it for very long. Yet we do that in our personal life with our time. And it doesn't make a whole hell of a lot of sense. One of the biggest like brain scratchers to me is, and again, there's no judgment here. Do what you want. If you're happy, you like your life, whatever. But if you find you're not where you want to be, this is what I'm talking about. Auditing your time, breaking up every hour. Like if you budget money at your house, um, every dollar should kind of have an assignment, like a place to go. Like we, this is our fixed costs. We pay utilities with this. We pay our mortgage with this. Uh, we pay the landscaper with this. This is what we do for our emergency fund. This is what we're investing. This is what we pay for food. This is what we pay for our kids' sports, whatever it is. Uh, and the budget's going to change, obviously, every month, and it's going to ebb and flow. There's certain things that never change, and there's certain things that will move every 30 days. That's why you should budget. If you don't budget your money, and you don't give your dollar a destination, you'll spend more than you make, and you'll be in debt, like most Americans. It's the same thing with the food you eat, but it's the same thing with your time. If you don't give your time a destination, you'll waste it, getting sucked into the YouTube vortex or the you know, Instagram rabbit holes or, you know, binging Netflix or who knows what your thing is, but the time just kind of goes away. And people will watch whole series on Netflix. They'll spend two, three hours a day watching TV or two, three hours on social media or just screen time in general on top of their work, right? Yet spend almost no time looking into the food that they eat or the things that they drink and how it affects them. Now imagine that. Think about spending hundreds of hours a year on social media or on Netflix. Hundreds of hours. Hundreds. And spending almost no time understanding the food that you're putting into your body that fuels you every single day, which is literally how your hair, skin, nails grow, how you build muscle, how you burn fat, and it controls everything that's going on in your life. Again, I'm not saying you have to be a nutritionist. I'm not saying you have to be like some fitness nut, but... If you're spending this insane amount of time, literally hundreds of hours doing this and almost no time doing that, and you wonder why results aren't coming, you wonder why you're not seeing progress, you wonder why you're not healthy and things aren't moving the right way, you might have to spend a little less time doing this low return activity and a little more time on this high return activity. And this goes for a million things, dude. You know people who spend way more time planning vacations or what car they're going to buy than planning their retirement. 
or, or how to create multiple streams of income or make their life easier, but they'll spend, you know, forever, you know, figuring out where to go out to dinner. And that might take them an hour to go and then go eat an hour meal. You know, talking about like, where do you want to go tonight? Well, I don't care. Well, I don't care. And then you pick a place. Well, you always want to go there. And then it's an argument. If you're married, you know what I'm talking about. Um, if you, if you have that kind of dynamic in your relationship, but people will do that or they'll, they'll plan a vacation. They'll plan out every single day for all seven days. And I'm not saying don't do that, but if you spend more time on that than on your financial future or your retirement or in the next phase of your life, what you want to do to make things easier and, and build, you know, multiple streams of income, you're valuing that vacation for seven days, more than you value probably the next seven years or 17 years or 27 years of your life. The point is, the lenses by which we're looking at things has become fucked up. And and whether you want to blame, you know, the internet or society or algorithms or the people studying it, so be it. At the end of the day, you have free will. You can pick and choose what you want to watch. You can pick and choose to put the screens down. You can pick and choose if you want to work out or not work out. You can pick and choose the food that you put in your body. But as far as I see it, like today, the lenses at which we're looking at life and seeing it is kind of fucked. And I've shared this before and I'll share it again because it points to the reality that a lot of people are living in and it points a picture on perspective. You've heard this from me many times before in some way, shape or form. You'll hear people say stuff like, you know, healthy grocery visit is, you know, 150 bucks for some healthy food. And most people will be like, well, that it's way too expensive to eat healthy. And then going out to dinner on a Friday night, it's 150 bucks. And most people will be like, ah, it's pretty reasonable. Especially if you, if you live in any place like a Scottsdale, like where I live, like, you know, what I'm talking about people don't scoff at paying 150 bucks for a decent you know, night out, uh, dinner for two, couple of drinks, whatever. They're like, oh, 150 bucks is reasonable. Yet, I got to spend 150 bucks on some real food that I cook at home. Man, groceries are super expensive. And I'm not saying they're not. However, if one of them is expensive, they're both expensive. You feel me? Same thing with like monthly health supplements, like 100 bucks or less for, you know, athletic greens to get all your micronutrients in. People be like, well, I can't afford that. That's insane. Monthly happy hours, 100 bucks easy. Most people, ah, you know, it's just a normal kind of weekly occurrence. And we need to do that. We need to decompress. We need to, you know, unwind. And, and that's our escapism. Again, I'm not saying you can't. But if it's too expensive to buy monthly greens, yet you can do happy hours that equal over 100 bucks a month, what do you really value? Go down the list. Personal growth seminars, 300 bucks, right? To learn a new skill or to success hack a couple of things, or to, to take, for 300 bucks, when you go to a conference or an event, if you can't take away one thing where you can make 1,200 bucks in, you got ripped off and it wasn't worth your time. But if nothing else, you probably learned what not to do. Maybe you made a connection and met somebody else or saw something that you could integrate into your business or to your life. But people will say 300 bucks for like a you know personal development conference. That's crazy expensive. I could never do that. Designer belt designer bag, designer shoes, 300 bucks. Most people need to have it or I deserve it. You've all heard that before. 30 minutes at the gym, a couple times a week. Most Americans, I don't have the time for that. I wish I had the time. I just can't find the time. 30 minutes of Netflix every single day. Most people binge watch 
multiple fucking hours a week. Multiple. Scroll on YouTube, watching me ramble on like this. Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, any other ones we <laughs> we post on. The point is that people will say they don't have time to get to the gym or they don't have time to exercise 30 minutes, even three times a week, yet we'll binge watch multiple hours of Netflix or Hulu or Peacock or whatever streaming platform there is now. I could go on forever, but you guys get the point. The takeaway is everything in life is about what you value and your priorities. What you value and prioritize matters. And how you spend your time and money will dictate what your life will look like today and down the line. I'll say that again because I think it's super important. What you value and prioritize matters, everybody. And how you spend your time and your money is going to dictate what your life is going to look like today and down the line. So knowing how you spend your time and your money today, where do you see yourself a year from now, three years from now, five years from now, 10 years from now? None of us can see the future. None of us can predict it. However, if you're not spending any time or any money on being healthier today or very little time and money on it today, it is going to cost you so much more down the line, which I was going to save this for a different podcast. I think I have it written down here. Um, and I'll share it later on too, because it's super important and it hits really hard. I heard Tim Grover say it a long time ago, and it goes right in line with this, like how you spend your time and money is going to dictate what your future is going to look like down the road. He said, if you think the price of winning is too high, wait until you get the bill for regret. If you think the price of winning is too high, wait till you get the bill for regret. Now that hits hard, man. I don't care who you are. If that doesn't wake your ass up, I don't know what's going to. The point I'm driving at is if you look at what's going on, if you want to make progress, if you want to move ahead, if you want to change stations, you're going to have to spend some time on it and some effort and some energy and maybe even some money. That's just the way it's going to be. And if you looked at all the things in your life, you probably could make it happen if you really want to. When people have their back against the wall and they value something, more often than not, they figure it out. It's in the sink or swim moments, most people don't sink. They find a way to get through. They find a way to make it happen. They survive. And they do that shit on the days they don't want to do it, which will bring me into the last little point here. I posted this on Instagram the other day. You got to stop looking for the easy route. There just isn't one. You know, I wish there was. If there was, I'd sell it 100%. And I'd be rich and you get what you want and we'd all fucking win and it'd be great. But there just isn't an easy pill. There's not a, remember that commercial is like hit the easy button and then all the shit was easy. That is not how real life works. It just isn't. And I get the question all the time, you know, Jeremy, how do I get, you know, my wedding's coming up, my vacation's coming up, my 40th birthday's coming up. How do I get, you know, fit quick? How do I get, you know, six pack abs in a hurry? How do I drop, you know, 50 pounds quickly? What's the easiest way to do it? You don't. And there isn't an easy route. We don't value things in life that are super easy. We don't value things in life that are given in an abundance. We don't value things in life that we've been given, at least not nearly as much as the things we have to work our ass off for. 
you ever worked really hard for something in your life? Um, maybe it's to get good at sports or uh, a musical instrument. Uh, you graduated college. You got an advanced degree. Maybe your kids aren't, you know, a bunch of knuckleheads. You worked really hard to raise them and, and make sure they weren't fuck faces. Uh, you know, you became a millionaire. You started a business that's been successful. Whatever it is, you had to work your ass off for it. And it's not like you just worked for it and then just chilled. You worked to get there and then you kept refining it, refining it, refining it, making it better and better and better. And you kept working and working and working. Because once you got to the top of the mountain, you weren't just satisfied. You wanted to stay there. And you wanted to keep getting a little bit better. And it's almost like you got a chip on your shoulder because you're like, yeah, I fucking did that, man. Like, I earned that shit. That's the way I feel every single day. And part of me is like, I'm glad it's fucking hard because it weeds out all the soft people, dude. It really does. When you make things harder to get, when things are harder to obtain and maintain, those are the things that are special. Those are the things that we value and we hold them in high regard. Because we know what it took to get there. There's a certain amount of respect you have for people who did hard shit. And if you look at your life, why would you think it'd be any different? It's just not. When I look at people, it's not about money. But if someone's like, hey, man, I, I, you know, if I meet somebody, hey, I, I ran my own business for 42 years and I retired. Respect, dude. I've been in this shit solo for 13 years. And some days I want to jump off the fucking building head first into the parking lot. Like, I'm kidding when I say that, but like some days it drives you fucking nuts, right? Like, it's hard to do. There's a lot of shit to juggle. And some days you're like, is the juice worth the squeeze? It's the same thing with like, if you're super fit, there's days where you're like, I don't want to work out. Like, I'm not motivated. I'm tired. I got 19 things going wrong or who knows what it is. But like, you fucking do it anyway. You just show up. When you, when you see people who are like super fit, whether you like the way their body looks or not is relevant. Like you, you respect the dedication. If I see a person who's like, they've been a career power lifter and, and maybe they're, you know, 350 pounds, they're deadlifting fucking 800 pounds off the ground. I'm like, respect, dude. Like, I know how hard you work to do that. I tip my cap to you. When you see people like Army Rangers, fucking Navy SEALs, like the dudes who go through like SEAL training. Are you fucking kidding me? Like, respect, dude. Like, it's a certain level. That, you, that, that there's a price they had to pay to get there. That's why we hold it in high regard. That's why we respect it. Because it wasn't given to them. It wasn't gifted to them. It wasn't easy. What I'm saying is, no matter what it is in your life, if it's losing 50 pounds, if it's changing your eating habits, if it's quitting alcohol, if it's you know improving your mobility, if it's lowering your body fat, if it's gaining 10 pounds of muscle... It's not going to be quick. It's not going to be easy. You guys have heard me say this a million times. It's not going to be microwave results. It's a crockpot world, dude. And everybody wants the microwave results. 60 seconds, hit it, and it's done, and it's perfect. That's not reality. You got to slow cook that shit, man. It's got to sit there. It's got to take time because the food that, the food you eat that you cook that way tastes way better than this shit you nuke. It's just the truth. You just have to commit to doing hard shit. You just do. The minute that you can put on a different pair of glasses, like take off these easy glasses and put on the, I'm a fucking badass hard glasses and see your life through that and understand it's going to be hard. You're going to have to put in work for an extended period of time consistently. And that's when it's going to pay off. Everything becomes easier because you already, you already submit to the fact that it's not going to come easy. Erase that shit from your brain. That's what I do with everything. And maybe that's why 
I can do fitness the way I do it. Maybe it's why I can show up and, and do our business here in social media. And I can, you know, live my life with my wife the way we do, because I knew I suck at everything. First of all, naturally, I just fucking suck at everything. I'm not good at anything. And anything I had to do, I had to work super hard to get decent at. So maybe from a young kid, I'm like, well, dude, Jeremy, you suck. You're not naturally good. So you need to work super fucking hard to even get like competent at things. And that's just how it's going to be for you. And I've done that since like six years old till today. What I'm saying is if you can do that, like with, with fitness, right? Like on Sundays, we do our Sunday advanced Metcons here in-house and I program them. So it's partly my sadistic, you know, lunatic, masochistic fault, but I know it's going to suck. I know I'm going to give these guys something challenging, something that's also kind of like sickly fun if you're a little bit of a psychopath in your head because these guys are a bunch of serial killers. We should call it Serial Killer Sunday, honestly. Um, I'm going to make that a t-shirt. Don't steal it. Uh, but my point is is that I know it's going to suck. So when I show up here and it's Sunday morning and I could be taking, quote, unquote, a day off and laying in bed and just chilling with my dog and doing nothing, which probably some days is healthier for me to do, but I don't, I could come here. And I walk in, we start setting up, and I'm like, this day is going to suck, dude. Like, this is going to be rough. It's the same way I think about every day I do split squats or push a sled or really ride an assault bike or just do these challenging EMOMs or, like, honestly, anything metabolic I just fucking dread. But the point is, is I'm committed to the suck of it. I know it's going to be rough. I know it's going to be terrible. And I just got to see it through. And whatever I have to do mentally to push through it, I have to do that. And that's anything else. If you're going to start a business, you just got to know there's going to be days that suck, dude. It's going to take hard work and you just have to put in the time. Same thing. Like if you're married, I'm not saying your marriage should be like this ridiculously hard thing to do, but there's going to be compromise. There's going to be arguments. There's going to be things that you have to talk through. There's going to be have to give and take between you two. You're going to have to share your dreams and goals and those things will change as as you age and get older and you'll have to talk them out. You'll have to do some work on yourself as your partner will, and you'll have to do some work together. And it's not going to be like the first, you know, three times you went on a date where it was like, all you want to do is have sex with each other and everything was super cool because you never farted around each other yet, or you never said anything to piss the other person off because you didn't know how to push their buttons. It's not always going to be that. There'll be moments of that for sure, but there'll be a time where you have to work on it. And because you're, again, you're, you're sharing a life with a human that's the, you know, the opposite of you in a lot of ways. And it's not always easy. But if you know that going in, you'll be okay. My whole rant about all that was just stop looking for the easy route and just commit to doing the hard shit consistently. And if you do that, you guys are going to get there. And the last thing I'll leave you with is just understanding your daily habits or what are going to lead you to success. They really are. The habits you put in place every day in terms of how you eat, how you train, how much mobility you do, how you sleep, how you spend your money, how much money you earn, the things you listen to, the things you read, the people you talk to, the friends that you're surrounded by, the daily habits that you integrate with those people are going to dictate how much success you do or do not have. If you want to improve your health, you got to improve your habits. It's not a should, it's a must. Not like, well, I should eat right and I should stop drinking booze. No, you must eat right. And you must stop drinking as much booze. If you want to be healthier, you must be willing to make changes daily in the way that you train, eat, sleep, handle stress, manage your time, which you've already talked about here in detail. The beautiful thing is that you're in the driver's seat and you control everything. 
Not your husband, not your wife, not your kids, not your job, not your parents, nobody. You fucking do. And I don't know what you got to do to get enough courage to tell people that or own that, but that's the reality. And if you're living any other reality, it is, it's not how it's supposed to be. You are in control. And the beauty is you don't need to change everything all at once. Instead, just focus on one day. Focus on one meal. Focus on one workout. Focus on one small habit. And then move to the next. Your success in everything, again, be it health, fitness, finances, career, relationships, are directly tied to your habits daily and the amount of time, effort, and energy you put into them. If you really think about it, you'll see that it's true. Again, just a quick uh, rant for me, uh, just because it matters, you guys, and sometimes you just need to hear it. And I guess if you took anything away from it, it's just commit to doing the hard shit. And it's always worth it, dude. It really is. Does it guarantee success? No. Is it guaranteed to work out? No. But I would rather have tried and failed than like never have tried at all. I have so much respect for people who like go to the arena and just try and fail and fail and fail. Maybe come in dead last than the people that sat at home and did nothing. Like, again, I'll use our Sunday Metcons here, for example. The people who show up here Sunday after Sunday after Sunday and are never going to win a Sunday in terms of, like, the the point system of how we score it. They're probably never – I'm not saying never. It could happen. But there's some people where it's probably never going to happen, right? But they keep showing up. They keep getting better. They keep getting fitter because it doesn't fucking matter the points on the board. The scoreboard of life, they're winning. They're racking up points for themselves. They're becoming faster, stronger, fitter, more mobile, healthier. They're trading a shitty habit for a good habit. They're probably not staying out drinking as late on a Saturday night if you got to come here and go through this kind of misery on a Sunday. So it's not just changing the habits of this day. It's habits the day before. It's habits the day after. And now they're surrounding themselves with a bunch of serial killers. So then they'll become a serial killer. They'll become fitter. They'll become healthier. And there's a social component to it. There's a mental component to it. But the point I'm driving at is I have so much respect for the people who are willing to try and put themselves out there and show up and push their limits than the people who never tried at all. That's all I'm saying to you guys. If you want to make changes, if you want to make progress, if you want to move from point A to point B and change your station, look at how you spend your time. Look at how you spend your money. Look at the things you truly value. See if there isn't a couple of minor tweaks you can make to get that ball rolling. Thank you guys, as always, if you're watching on YouTube. I appreciate you guys. Again, our YouTube page has over 1,500 videos. You guys can subscribe 100% for free. Jeremy Scott Fitness uh, slash YouTube, is that right? Or YouTube.com slash Jeremy Scott Fitness. I don't know. Go to Google, type in Jeremy Scott Fitness YouTube, subscribe. It's free. We post a bunch of stuff on there. Again, you guys, if you want to check out the Jeremy Scott Fitness app, it's a buck. For the first month, uh, Cut and Jack programs coming out August 15th, 34-day abs challenge, which you can add to any program that you do, will be coming out September the 12th. Again, it's just a dollar, jeremyscottfitness.app, links in my Instagram bio and the show notes. And if you guys want any of our podcast sponsors, look below. 
And if you do want a free dream sample uh, of our CBD product, which is what I take to go to sleep every night, hit me up, we'll send it to you. And if you want a free sample of Athletic Greens, we'll get that to you guys as well. Again, I'm hitting the airport tomorrow, so I'll be gone for a couple of days, but I will pop on later next week and give you guys a real in-depth podcast. And then if you have any requests or topics you guys want to hear, let me know. And then I'm going to bring some of my fitness friends back on here in September when my travel schedule calms down a little bit. But again, if there's something you guys want to hear or see or have me touch on, I'm happy to do so. Um, Otherwise, I'll see you guys inside the Jeremy Scott Fitness app. And again, if you want the free samples, just holler at me. Thank you guys as always. If you're on Apple Podcasts, drop it a five-star, leave a comment. I would appreciate it sincerely. And if you are on Spotify, you can drop us a five-star there as well. Super simple, and it helps us a ton. So until next time, eat well, train hard, be nice to people. And please, you guys, keep doing shit you love with people you enjoy because your life is too short not to. I'll talk to you soon. Peace.